Hello there, and welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. We are diving into some attributes of God, and today's attribute that we're focusing on is God's faithfulness. And we have a very special guest on the podcast today, my grandma, Pat Miller, and it's such an honor to have her here on the podcast. Obviously, I've known her for a very long time, but she's amazing, and she just has a lot of wisdom that she's going to share with us today. So hello, welcome. Rachel, I'm honored to be asked to participate in your podcast. I really am. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're here today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a Christian. Um, I've been blessed. My life has been blessed in so many ways. Um, I'm a wife, obviously, a mother. I have a daughter and a son, a grandmother with one grandson and three granddaughters, uh, and two uh, in-law children. And, you know, um, my thoughts were always, what would I want most for my children? Would be that they would know Christ and have eternal life. And I've had that same prayer and wish with my grandchildren. And I have been so blessed because my children, my in-law children, my grandchildren all know Christ and all have been blessed. And I am assured that they will have eternal life. And so, Rachel, for me, that's such an important part of my whole life. Yeah, it's been very evident with just how you and Grandpa live your lives and that it is focused on God and it is amazing that all of us, like the whole family, is um, that we're believers and that we do have that assurance of eternal life with him. So that's awesome. And with today being the theme of God's faithfulness, we've talked about this a bit before, but what does his faithfulness mean to you? Um, God's faithfulness is so awesome, Rachel. It's almost hard to describe but in my whole life, he has always been faithful, and he is faithful to everyone. He is the same. Uh, he doesn't pull the rug out from under you. He is consistent. Um, he is loyal. He is all-knowing, all-seeing, uh, all the omnipotence that he is in so many ways. Uh, he's perfect. We're not perfect, but he's perfect. Uh, he provides for us. He loves us. He forgives us. And all of that, he is, he is so faithful. And anyone who has studied the Old Testament or spent much time then, he made covenants and covenants and covenants with his people. And God was faithful and he kept them, but the people didn't. And so he forgave them and gave them another covenant and they didn't keep it. And the New Testament is he sent the ones for all Christ. So I guess I'm saying that from the very beginning when God created the heavens and earth, put everything here, everything functions the way he intended it to. The law of gravity still works. Uh, and what he wants for his people is still the same as he wanted then. And so that faithfulness to me means I can count on him. I know he's there. Uh, if something comes up in my life, I know he's there. And that's so important. And I hope it's important to everyone listening to know that he is always there for you, whether you necessarily feel it or not, he's there. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Like you said, like he always does what he says he's going to do. He made those covenants and he never left those. He sticks with his word. Um, and I want to go back a little bit. You said something about he is perfect and that we are not. 
I thought you always yes. said that we're perfect, Grandma. What's what's what is this oh, news? Yes. Oh yes, oh Rachel, you called me on that, didn't you? <laughs> well, for those people listening, I've always told my grandchildren and children they're perfect, and they always call me on that. But it's not that they're perfect like God is perfect. It's like they're perfect for me. You know, they're the kind of child I would want. My daughter and son are the kind of children I would want. My in-law children, my grandchildren. Uh, I dote on you, grandchildren, Rachel, because. I am such awe of you and what you're like, but you are for me everything I would have ever wanted in a grandchild. Aww. That's so sweet. You're a wonderful grandma. And I also wanted to go back to what you said too. I love that you said that he is faithful and that he's there with us even when we don't feel it because sometimes it's easy for us to rely on our feelings rather than the truth that God is always consistent, always faithful, always loyal right. and forgetting the truth that's there because we get stuck in our feelings. Right. So how have you seen God's faithfulness in your own life? Well, first of all, all those things I've already talked about, his attributes, I've experienced. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen him uh, be faithful to me. He has answered my prayers. He has blessed me beyond anything I could ever have imagined or hoped or prayed for, Rachel. It's just absolutely amazing. And, you know, I know he loves me. I know he's there. I know he wants me to have... Um, that he'll protect me, that he gives me strength, that he answers my prayers, um, and that he gives me peace and blessing, this awesome feeling of peace. You know, there are times when all around you is chaos, Rachel, and you can still feel this peace, the peace of God that is with you. And so those are attributes. And frankly, it's so difficult. It's hard to put into words. It's hard to translate for people how it is that God is so faithful, but he is faithful to all of us. He is there. He is so faithful that he sent his son. And I marvel at that, Rachel. I marvel at Christ, what Christ did. You know, the the beating, the flogging, the, the, the things he did in that crucifixion on the cross, I absolutely marvel at all of that. Mm-hmm. I marvel at creation and how everything God has put into place is reflection of his image and his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do we... So when you're talking about like how there's chaos all around us sometimes and we can feel that peace in him, how can we see God's faithfulness when things are difficult around us? Like when it seems like he's not being faithful, how do we know for sure that he is being faithful? Well, because he has said he, because we know that he has said that. And because in everything in my life, even those things that have been very difficult, I've had kind of an awareness and an assurance, even when I'm worried, like if I don't know if you've gotten home safe from someplace, Rachel, I always have you call me when you get home. Um, you, You know that and all, everybody knows how I am about that. I still have confidence that God is protecting you, um, that God is answering my prayers, um, and I have that uh, sort of inner peace and knowledge. And it's an it's an inner peace, and I don't know how to describe it beyond inner peace. Yeah, yeah. and it's definitely it's different than like happiness because happiness goes away, and it is dependent on the things that are going on around us. But that peace that comes from God is not from the circumstances; it's this supernatural assurance and confidence in him when things are chaotic and out of control it seems like but he has it in control and and a few months ago rachel i had some things come up in my life 
and I thank God in my prayer that I had the experience to go through that, that, for example, in healthcare issues, that medicine was in the place where it is that it could do so many marvelous things that I could get um, answers to a situation because God had allowed so much development, so much in healthcare to be accomplished that even though I had an issue, I was at peace, and I thank God for the privilege of going through that because I know what was there to care for me. Mm. Yeah. And I love that you bring that back to God because I think it's easy for us sometimes to um, give thanks to the people, which like we don't want to thank like our doctors and whoever is helping us with things like that, but God is the one who made them and gave them that ability and has allowed us to have those, um, the access to that sort of help. So that's really awesome. And so God is faithful and we are made in his image. So as his people, we can reflect some of his character, like not all of those things. We can't be omnipotent and omniscient and all of that, but we can reflect some of his characteristics. So how can we show God's faithfulness and how we love and live? I think we can show faithfulness to God by being one faithful to his word acknowledging his word Mm -hmm. his word is true it was true when it was written it's true today so first of all we can acknowledge his word and then we can take some of those things that he has told us and um and do them so rachel when i think of you and for the people listening you not only talk the talk rachel i know absolutely you walk the walk you have a heart of god and you do all those things that god would ask of you and so for the rest of us so when i say um for example, that that we can be faithful to our friends. Uh, it's not like God is faithful. Uh, we can be consistent. We can always do the same thing. Uh, we can be loyal. We can be loyal to our friends and our people. We can be loving. God is very loving. We can be loving to loving God, first of all, and his son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, but loving our friends, loving creation, loving uh, people that we know, loving the unlovely. Um, and sometimes that's difficult. But we can be dependable when we tell people something we need to keep our word. And that was something that was always so important to me. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, that we can be forgiving. God is forgiving. He sent his son to forgive us that we could have eternal life. We can be forgiving of our friends or people who um, hurt us or sin against us. There are so many things that we can do. We can be consistent. People can anticipate what we're going to do because we because we are reflecting in some ways what God has, has taught us, and that is to be um, faithful into what he has taught us. Mm-hmm. We can be trustworthy. People can trust, can trust us. We can be loyal. There are so many things we can do, Rachel, and we could never, ever be like God. Like he is, like, like perfect, perfect love, perfect forgiveness. That we can have those attributes, and I think people can come to know Christ and God through how we act and how we behave. And I think there are many examples of things that are that happen in where someone and in Scripture, for example, where people saw what Paul did or what the disciples did and got faith because they could see how someone behaved. So I think one of the most important things we can do is have a Christ-like attitude and spirit where we can convey that, where we are in prayer, where we are studying, but where people can see how we act. Not that we'll be perfect, but that we strive for perfection and that they know that we will be, quote, good. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Because we won't be perfect like God is. Like he's perfectly faithful, but we can strive to be like him and being faithful and just like the actions that we do. Because sometimes, you know, we can, like you said, walk the walk or talk the talk, but not walk the walk. But sometimes the life that we live speaks a louder message than the words that we speak. And so just being faithful in our day-to-day lives and how we treat other people in the small ways that speaks volumes for sure. That's really cool. So do you have anything else you would like to share about God's faithfulness and how you've seen that in your life before? We'll move on to um, some wisdom questions for you, but um, I wanted to see if you had anything else about God's faithfulness that you'd like to share. Well, um, one, a scripture that I really like, Rachel, is uh, in Matthew 28, 20. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I knew I use the New American Standard version of the Bible, and that's what it says, to the end of the age. But to know his assurance that he is with us through everything, that's a very assuring thing for me. Mm. Absolutely. It's so comforting to know that he is with us. Like, we don't have to worry about being out of his presence. His presence is with us always. So. Can I can I share another? It's, it's scripture, but it's kind of a story yeah. that's important to me because, well, you'll you'll understand. So, um, and Isaiah prophesied about Christ, and he he talked about the King who would be coming and all these wonderful things the King would do. And there's a whole laundry list in Isaiah, but one was like the blind will see, the deaf will hear, all of that. And so when John the Baptist, who knew Jesus well, he baptized him. He knew him. He knew he was the son of God, right? Mm-hmm. But when John the Baptist is in prison and knows he's about to die, he says to his disciples, that is John, his disciples, to go to Jesus and say to him, are you the one? So even though he knew Jesus well, he was still asking, are you the one? And so John's disciples go and talk to Jesus and they say, John has asked us to come and ask you, are you the one? And um, Jesus had been doing some healings, and so he says to these disciples, go and tell him the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. And they, so the disciples go back and tell John the Baptist this. But what Jesus was telling John the Baptist, he didn't just say yes. He said, I am fulfilling the prophets. I mean, the way he answered said, I am fulfilling the prophecy, which meant John the Baptist would absolutely know he was the Christ. And so that kind of is important to me that someone like John the Baptist would have asked a question and Christ would have answered in such a profound way. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know that's one of your favorite scriptures. And it is. It definitely speaks it is. a lot about I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. And um, I have some other questions for you just because I appreciate your wisdom and I want you to share some wisdom with um, those who are listening because you have a lot of great things to share through what God's been teaching you in your life. And one of the questions is when you go through hard times, what is a Bible verse that you like to cling to or a truth that comes to mind when you're struggling with anything? I think, Rachel, the one I already mentioned to you I like a lot is I am with you always, even to the end of the age, to have the assurance, even if things are tough and I don't maybe feel it right now, mm-hmm. I, I can mentally be assured that he is there. 
And there are a lot of stories about that, which I won't go into now, about how you can know. And that's so important to me. That's the assurance that I think we all need and want, no matter what. He's with us. Yeah. His faithfulness is greater than our feelings. That's right. That's right. And what advice would you give to like younger adults who aren't sure about God's faithfulness or his, his calling in their lives when things feel uncertain, what would you tell young adults? Um, that's a really good question, Rachel. And I think a lot of people go through the questioning phase uh, in their life about what's their future for them. They want to know, uh, you know, what they ought to be doing or they, they're questioning what is going to happen. And I can share with you what's happened in my life. Other people have different stories and I have friends who have different stories. But I think I shared with you once that when I was a senior in high school, I sang in the church choir, and I was questioning, what should I do? Okay, here it is. I'm a senior in high school. What am I going to do? I'm going on to college. What am I going to do? And so Christmas Eve, the year of my senior year in high school, as the choir stood, I had this awesome awareness that I should become a nurse, a registered nurse. And it is so profound. Um, it's it's um, compelling. It's not something you can deny, Rachel. It is something that you know. There is no question. Your knowledge is so strong of that awareness, that knowledge, that you will know that God is calling you to do it. When that happened to me, I never looked back. I never questioned it. I just went on and became a nurse. But for others, it's slower. I have friends that have had a much slower vision of, of, of a call for them, you know, or it may have taken them a while to see it. Um, there are other kinds of things that I think are calls, Rachel. For example, back in, in my life, doors have opened, things I never would have thought of, nothing that ever would have been anything I had sought. But doors would open, and I walked through those doors and have had amazing things happen. And so as I look back, sort of my expression is there are twists of fate, the, the faith, twists of faith that were made in God's hands. In other words, God's opened this door. And maybe at the moment I wasn't uh, well aware of it, but I can look back afterwards and see that that was indeed a call, an opportunity, whatever you want to call it, that God gave me. And because I accepted it and walked through, I could see that God was directing me. He was directing my life. And so I don't know, maybe got God's direction, God's call. But what I would most say to young people is one, pray about what that is. And then... Be aware that the answer may not come the way you expect it. It could be someone else says something to you that triggers a thought. It could be some door you never anticipated would open, open. And you you need to respond to those kinds of things. But always be in prayer. Always be in prayer. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes doors open. And sometimes it's hard because it feels like doors close and you're not sure why because you think that's the door you're supposed to go through. And sometimes there's multiple doors open and you're not sure which one you're supposed to go through. And so, like you said, just like praying about it. And, and I had doors I had doors closed too, Rachel. I mean, not just doors open. I had door, doors closed that made something I thought uh, I would want became impossible. Hmm. So, you know, sometimes... The message is not walk through this door. The other is don't go there. Yeah. Which is hard in the moment when you think that's the door you're supposed to go through. But usually it's, you know, God's protection or a door that he would rather you go through. And sometimes it's kind of a heartbreak, you know, 
you, you're so focused on doing something and then it's not going to happen. You're, you're sort of maybe down for a while. But remember, God is always with you. God is always with you. Mm. Amen to that. And I have another question for you. For um, What is important like for younger adults, you know, in dating and marriage like what advice would you give about all the romantic relationships well if i were just going to say what pat thinks is have very high standards Mm. okay have very high standards uh don't compromise your theology or your philosophy of life um be in prayer uh, about that but um i think you know i had the list i had a list and the number one thing for me was the person I was going to marry had to be a Christian. They had to be willing to go to Sunday school and church, not just church, but Sunday school and church. That was so important to me because growing up, I often had to go by myself or with just my brother. And so that became a real focus for me. I wanted a family where the center of it was Christ and the church. So for your young people that are listening to your podcast, Rachel, um, I think if they just... um, not compromise who they are uh, and have uh, have a vision of, of what they want to be involved in and don't let something that seems appealing or attractive dissuade you from being faithful to how you see God, Jesus, your life. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of goes back to the idea of faithfulness that you're talking about, how we can be faithful, like God is staying faithful to um, him and staying faithful to our standards and not compromising that in order to pursue something that um, would lower our standards or change who we are. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Anything else just like overall general, like what would you in your twenties want to hear? What is something that you wish you would have heard as when you were younger? Be patient, be more forgiving. Uh, I was much stricter and more rigid in my younger days than I am now, Rachel, if you can imagine that. And so I I think I could have thought, let up a little bit, let up a little bit. Hmm. Uh, But rely on God uh, to help you, Jesus to be with you, the Holy Spirit to comfort you. And um, I guess in all of this, Rachel, we can only be ourselves and we can talk to people, give ideas or suggestions, but be yourself and lean heavily on the good Lord and Jesus and count on the Holy Spirit being around around you. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And I know people who are listening can't see, but she is a beautiful woman inside and out. And I'm just very honored that she's my grandma and just that she's here on the podcast sharing and sharing her wisdom about God's faithfulness and just life advice um, for us so that we can learn from that and apply it. So, Rachel, you, you stole that from me. I did steal that from you. <laughs> I, have, I have for years told Rachel, she's beautiful inside and outside. She has such a wonderful heart and a heart of Christ. And I've always said to Rachel, you are beautiful inside and out. And now she's using it. <laughs> I'm blessed to have an awesome family who points me toward Christ. And so... Thank you for being an influence 
I mean, you know, my parents are really great, but that also comes from the generation before. And so you've poured that into generations and generations. And so because of your faithfulness that is poured into your grandchildren and hopefully to the next generation. So God is, God is faithful and I'm so honored to have you here today. Thank you for joining us, Grandma. I'm honored. Thank you, Rachel. Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us today for the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast, where we share encouragement and truth to help you throughout your week. And we look forward to you joining us again next week.